Let's talk uh, kids and concussions. Now, there's some hesitancy for parents uh, to let their kids play certain sports. Uh, think hockey, football, rugby, all comes down to concussions and injuries. Well, a University of Calgary-led study has some, has some positive news for parents uh, whose children have uh, suffered concussions. Uh, finding kids' intelligence is not affected uh, by the brain injury. Now, the research was published in the medical journey journal uh, Pediatrics uh, Today, and it's drawn from emergency room visits to the U.S. and um, uh, uh, Canadian hospitals by children. Joining me now to discuss the study is the author of the pediatrics paper. Uh, Dr. Keith Yates is a professor in the Department of Psychology at the University of Calgary. Uh, Dr. Yates, thank you for speaking to us today. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, the issue of concussions and, and professional athletes has been in the news for many, many years. Uh, but more and more, we're hearing a lot more about kids uh, and concussions. And certainly, as a parent, I can tell you, you hear a lot about kids want to go into a certain sport and mums and dads concerned because of concussions. Uh, can you give me a sense of sort of what um, uh, convinced you and your colleagues to, to sort of look at this issue in regards to the longer-term impact uh, on concussions in kids? Yeah, well, as you say, there's been a lot of concerns about concussion. I've been doing research on the outcomes of kids with concussion for uh, for many years now. And, uh, you know, we've been trying gradually to get a better understanding of what happens after the injury and which kids are at risk of having difficulties and which seem to recover well and what's the difference between them and, you know, what can we do to promote recovery. But we also want to examine factors that maybe aren't affected by concussion because parents and, and the kids who have these injuries, you know, worry across the board about what it might do to them. Uh, so the, the point of this particular study is to look at one particular outcome, i.e. Uh, IQ, uh, or intellectual ability, and see if it seemed to be uh, altered by concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the study itself, then, you looked at, uh, I guess, children ranging in age from 8 to 16? Uh, that's correct. Uh, the, the, the findings uh, sound positive, uh, what should parents take from what you are saying today? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the message is one that helps provide some balance uh, in that uh, it suggests that at least in terms of IQ, which is an important measure of kids' intellectual ability that's related to their outcomes in, in other domains, doesn't seem to be affected. Uh, we compared uh, a large group of kids with concussion to a very large group of kids uh, with injuries that don't involve the head. They make a good comparison group because they're much like kids who get concussion. Uh, and uh, no matter how we looked at the data, uh, there just didn't seem to be differences in IQ. So I think it's a good, um, you know, kind of reassuring message for parents that while concussion can have some um, unwanted effects, it doesn't seem to extend to kids' uh, general intellectual What else needs to be studied moving forward? If this is good news, what other issues in and around concussions in kids need to be studied further? Yeah, well, I think we're still trying to understand, um, you know, what factors we can make use of to, to help treat and promote better outcomes. We've learned, for example, that, uh, you know, getting concussion identified as soon after it occurs as possible and beginning treatment and management right as quickly as possible really makes a difference to kids' outcomes. We've learned that getting them back to begin to be active only after only one to two days of rest um, really does seem to promote outcome. But there are some kids who have um, more persisting symptoms, uh, maybe headache, it could be dizziness, it could be uh, emotional symptoms, it could be cognitive sort of feeling like you're in a fog a bit. And we really need to develop more treatments for the kids who have uh, 
those sort of very specific and sometimes persisting symptoms. Uh, there's also more we can do with prevention. You know, the best concussion is one that never happens in the first place. Mm-hmm. So trying to, to figure out ways in those sports that kids love and that are good for them and playing sport, being involved in recreational activity is really good for kids' mental health and their physical health is how to make them as safe as possible, uh, whether it's about making sure helmets are really well fitted or whether it's making sure kids wear mouth guards or whether it's about, you know, tweaking the rules of the game or reducing contact in practice. We need to figure out what are the things that make a difference that uh, reduce the rate of concussion in the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think our uh, overarching sports bodies uh, and institutions are better at uh, prevent, uh, prevention. And you talked a little bit on this in your previous answer, but in regards to preventing concussions, uh, having protocols in and around concussions, uh, or do we have more to do? Well, I think there's been a lot of improvement in the last decade uh, by all the major sporting groups in terms of beginning to promote uh, the, the recognition of concussion, both through coaches as well as athletic trainers and, and parents. You know, and then getting appropriate care into place. And then in terms of prevention, I think there has been a willingness of many of the major sports organizations to make pretty significant changes to the way they're sort of they're used to doing things uh, in a way of reducing uh, concussion. I, we always have a ways to go. I don't think we ever stop trying to figure out uh, innovative ways to reduce the, the uh, occurrence of concussion, whether it's changes in rules, changes in equipment, or what have you. Uh, but uh, but I do think we've come a fair way. I think we're continuing to collect uh, evidence that uh, you know changes in helmets and ch- seem to make a difference in concussion. So I think there are a lot of things that are going to be coming down the road here in the next uh, next next decade that'll make things even better. And just to clarify, with your study, um, while it didn't affect IQ, um, it doesn't mean uh, people won't be struggling with issues uh, that can occur with concussions. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I, I don't want to put out there that concussion has no effect. Most kids will have some symptoms for a couple of weeks to a month. Uh, there's about 25 to 30% that may have symptoms longer than that. Uh, so, they, you know, there are kids who are definitely struggling uh, with concussion. But the, the good news is we're beginning to increasingly know how to address those and treat those. Uh, so I think in the future we're going to be in a better position where we don't have as many kids with persisting symptoms because they kind of take a life on their own, on a life of their own and can be very hard to change when they've lasted that long. So yeah, it's not that concussion has no risk. Uh, that's never a message I would put out there. It's just a matter of balance uh, that uh, in this particular outcome, they do okay. And in many outcomes, they do actually recover fully by uh, roughly about a month. Dr. Yates, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it. I really thank you uh, for the invitation.